It was a beautiful late summer day, with a blue sky soaring high above the East End streets, and Marianne Archer was in a hurry, her gas mask box banging against her hip and her heavy suitcase making her slower than usual. Her step faltered as she spotted a newspaper billboard set out on the pavement ahead of her and read the bold message printed in stark black and white, Peace or War. It made her catch her breath. Would it really come to war? She'd listened to the wireless, read the newspapers, and seen all the preparations going on around London, and she knew full well that the country was teetering on the brink of war. But deep down she'd held on to the hope that somehow, by some miracle, it wouldn't come to it, and that something would happen even now, at the last minute, to stop it. Looking up at the sky, which looked so perfect today, without a single cloud to mar the blue, you'd never know what was going on, she thought, never know what chaos was probably about to be unleashed. Pushing on past the billboard, she followed the stream of people heading to the local school, where all evacuees had been instructed to gather. The sight of so many evacuees carrying their luggage through the streets had become a familiar one in the last few days. The children had been the first to go. Now it was the turn of the expectant mothers. And Marianne was glad to be leaving, not just because of the threat of war and what it might bring here, but because London had turned sour for her. What had started out as an exciting adventure and blossoming career had gone badly wrong, and she was eager for a new start. Inside the school, she joined the end of the queue of people waiting to register their arrival, relieved to put down her suitcase at last. Looking around her, she saw that the hall was already busy, not just the expectant mothers and young children who were preparing to leave, but also their relatives and even some husbands, too, who'd clearly come to see them off. The noise level was rising steadily among the swirl of cigarette smoke, people having to speak ever louder to make themselves heard above the din of chatter, grizzling children, and even a few weeping women. The queue shuffled forward slowly. The woman ahead of Marianne had to heave her fractious toddler up onto her hip, her swollen stomach making it impossible for her to hold the child in her arms in front of her. Nudging her brown suitcase forward with her foot, Marianne looked down at her own growing belly. It was impossible now to do up more than the top three buttons on her thin summer coat. There was no hiding the fact that she was expecting any more. Next! The mother in front of Marianne had been dealt with and moved off, heaving her toddler and string bag of belongings with her. The WVS woman sitting at the desk looked up at Marianne through her round glasses and smiled. Your name? Marianne Archer. She ran her finger down the list, found Marianne's name and put a tick beside it. If you'd like to take a seat. She looked around the hall and shrugged. There wasn't an empty seat to be had. We weren't expecting quite so many family members to turn up. We'll be leaving shortly anyway, so you won't have long to wait. All right, thank you. 
Marianne picked up her suitcase and went to stand by the open door, where the fresh air, or at least what passed for that around here, was blowing in on a welcome breeze, ruffling her dark brown, shoulder-length wavy hair. She could smell the distinctive tang of the East End, chimney smoke from the many homes and factories, combined with a salty twist from the docks and the River Thames. Proper, fresh, clean air that didn't irritate your nose was something she was looking forward to again, along with wide skies, space and greenery. She'd lived in London for the past four years, coming to work here when she was 16. But the city had never truly felt like home. In fact, Marianne dearly missed the countryside. So now... Being evacuated to a place that didn't have a shop on every corner, buses one after the other, or street after street of terraced houses, would be no hardship for her.